0: Hello, beautiful people. It is Mac. Just a heads up for this episode. Uh, Buckles was bitten by a spider and uh, we're a little bit worried for his health and it obviously affected his ability to make coherent sentences. So just bear with us for this podcast. It wasn't his finest hour, but it's it's all right. We should have a bit of fun. Hope you enjoy it. We'll see you on the other side. Bye. Is this
1: Survivor? Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Yeah. Guys... I think this is Survivor, dude. You must really like Survivor. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Survivor Buffs, Blind Sides, and Banter podcast. This is the podcast made by super fans with super fans for super fans. You're listening to our first pod on UK Survivor. And I'm your host, Buckles. With me I've got my mate Mac. Mac, how you doing?
0: Oh hi, Buckles, my lad, how are you going? I'm so excited to talk about UK oh. Survivor.
1: Dude, dude, that was bad. No,
0: that's that's how they speak.
1: <laughs> Is that how they speak? That's a.
0: Here's the thing: I'm watching the episode. I'm was like, that Lawrence or was that Richard? I think that was a bit more Richard, if anything. Well, yeah, a bit, bit of Scottish, bit of Irish. I'm not really sure. So it's funny. I was watching it, and I'm like, I thought this was English, but it's not. It's UK, so it, it you know, it's all the islands: Scotland, Ireland, Wales, and we have got some yeah. accents in there. I'll tell you, I, has, I can't even understand Lee at all.
1: It's very thick. That's very thick. Um, Richard, I I thought, was the hardest. Um, I really struggled to sort of understand what he was saying.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a bit of a challenge. But, yeah, there's some people out there. It's like a different language. I don't know if you've heard the Welsh
1: language, but it is virtually just gibberish. <laughs> Don't say that. We need the English people to listen to us. We need the Welsh people to listen to us. Don't say I'm that. I'm not sure they could understand
0: our accents maybe, because this is a struggle. But good, it was, um, it's good to get it kicked off. I mean, Survivor so like UK, we weren't sure what to expect. And I think we spoke about it in our last, uh, US podcast. What sort of style are we going to get? Cause, you know, US has its style. Australia has its very own style as well. South Africa had a style. And we're thinking, what are we going to get from this? And it's, it's, um, it's plain to see this
1: is going to be very different to what we're used to. Is this is this a comedy like a reality slash comedy? <laughs> I'm not sure. It's it's uh, it's definitely
0: more of like a Love Island vibe to it with the the, the, the modern music, the narration. It's very. Um, they're not playing out for the Survivor super fans. This is for like a general audience who know nothing about the game for sure.
1: Which, which is awesome. We want we want more fans. That's that's what keeps the Survivor community running is more fans and more fans and us bringing them in. Um, America's obviously sort of. Not really going for that anymore. It's a cult following. We all listen to it. We all watch it every week. It's the same people every week. Australia, we're still getting those casuals coming in. It still pumps up the numbers. And, like, obviously, the last season was the best for that, we found. UK is starting from scratch. They're starting from scratch. And I haven't watched Love Island, but if this is the Love Island feel, um, I'm starting to learn a little bit about what the UK likes in their TV show because... Um, I'm a big fan of UK humour, and I'm loving this host, Joel Domit.
0: Yeah, I think that's it, yeah. No, the host is an absolute hoot. I love everything he does. He just seems to be so, like, almost like cartoon character over the top, which is great because we haven't had a lot of the characters doing that yet, but at least he's bringing the entertainment. I thought it was funny. The jumper off the raft in the first challenge, he's like, I'm going to eat a banana. and just starts eating a banana. I'm like, what are we doing? Like,
1: Why? It gives Matthew one bit of pepper at the end of the challenge. You deserve it. You worked hard, mate.
0: Oh, he's just funny. He's so loud and he's just trying to make these jokes. And He's a good challenge. I like him.
1: And his face is, holy crap, the face is just so intriguing. It's just like, <laughs> dude, like, it looks evil, but they're not evil. <laughs> it's a bit like Liz <laughs> from yeah, Australian he's, Survivor. He's
0: got the teeth. I'm not sure if he has a deal with Colgate, but he could be the face. His teeth are so white. I've never seen whiter teeth. But it's, um, <laughs> they're almost glow in the dark at some point.
1: Yeah. Well, we got Jonathan LaPaglia, like JLP. Could we see JD.
0: Yeah, I think that's his obvious nickname. Um, I guess he'll grow into his own sort of role and character, but he started off with a bang, and I love that. Um, at least it's something to sort of tie in the whole the whole show together. He's like the you know what we're bouncing off, I suppose. But we haven't got a lot of the characters fully developed, which is obvious. It's two episodes in; it's going to take time. But I, I definitely it's set up its own style, which is good. It's definitely playing it down for just a, a general person just to come in and watch a show. You don't need to have a lot of Survivor knowledge going into it, which is good, I guess, to start with. And then hopefully as it progresses, we can see more of a bit more complex sort of decisions and not just base everything on strengths and challenges, which fair enough, this is the way it goes early on, um, especially in early seasons. But we're, we're seeing next week the immunity idol comes into play. So there's going to be a bit more intrigue going forward. It won't be this basic, I hope.
1: Nah, definitely, definitely. Look, the first episode was very basic, very simple. And obviously, we had people make mistakes. We had blah, blah, blah. We had people have to turn on people. But it was very, very simple. The second episode gets a bit more complex. Um, Interesting uh, split vote from one of the sides um, for some reason. (laughs) I don't know if they knew what they were doing, but um, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. I just wanted to say, before we get completely off JD, I just wanted to say... Tree mail? That sounds like email. I just got it. (laughs) Uh, Did he say that? I must have missed that little little He said that. He said that. (laughs) Little note. Um, Sorry, before, and also, I want to continue on him for a little bit. What did you think of his tribal council questions? Because a lot of the time, a good host can get information out at tribal. We can see that there's a lot of cutting at tribal. Here, yeah, and we're seeing it in between. But I really didn't mind his questions. He wasn't completely throwing people under the bus. He might have been pushing it a little bit too far, but they were they were decent questions. They got some good answers out of it.
0: Yeah, honestly, I thought both troubles were pretty quiet. Like, there's nothing that really happened. Um, like nothing, nothing really came out of it. There's no like super intriguing conversation. But that's fine. It is early on. I thought he did a, he did a fine job in that regard, and that's something. I think we've seen, especially with JLP, he's grown into that over the years. Like, I remember his first season, he really struggled to even, even get any questions that made sense always. So it's something that does take time and having, you need like a game understanding behind that. Now, I don't know JD's, we're going to call him JD, are we? I don't know. Yeah, we're going to call him JD. I don't know his background with the show, but I hope that he's at least watched some so he can sort of work out like what the right strategies are and try and get something more out of these characters than, than just physical strength you know tribe tribe strength tribe unity and that stuff because that that is essentially a quite boring survivor
1: yeah definitely definitely look um, jlp in his very first season i'm uh, pretty sure he threw phoebe under the bus and made it very difficult for her to continue her game Love that. so Love let's that. just let's let's just hope that that doesn't happen this season well jd's getting his uh sea legs or survivor legs let's call it yeah but uh, let's move on I, I do just want to touch a little bit on production Obviously, we're used to quite a full-on product, quite an expensive product. Uh, The seasons that we watch, even the last season of SA, there's quite a lot of money involved, and these sets look amazing. The English Survivor product, the the UK Survivor product, you can see they're just starting to get up. There's not a whole lot of money in production, but I think they're doing well. I think they've, they've been able to hide it quite well. Even though a lot of this is quite cheap and easy.
0: Yeah, look, I thought uh, overall, like the, the props, the set designs, so they're all fine. Like, they weren't, to me, they didn't look cheap or anything. It just feels like a lighter mood. Um, the only thing that I thought was, was a little bit cheap was the, <laughs> the actual parchment they write the names on. Like, is this toilet paper? What is this crap? It looks like it's about to fall apart <laughs> in his <head. laughs>
1: Yeah, I thought that as well. You had to pick it out of the um, urn so carefully.
0: Yeah, it's going to just fall apart and disintegrate. I'm like, well, probably should write it down before we uh, pick these up because we might just lose the name altogether. But that's probably the only thing they, they, they skimped out on, which is a pretty important part of
1: the game when you think about it. The parchment. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know the parchments <laughs> that they write on. Anyway, um, I would like to touch on um, don't don't edgy this season, don't read it, just don't bother. It's um, very simple. They're obviously looking to get more car- uh, more fans of this show. So anyone that is in that edgic reading sort of business, I'm pretty sure, I'm about 99% sure I know who wins this season just from these two episodes. I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But And um, my winner pick was not the person that um, I feel may win it. But just, just be careful, guys. Don't ruin the product for yourself. I um, um I
0: thought that was interesting because I saw you say this in a group chat we have, and you were saying, "Oh, I know that we're not ready. I can read the edgy. I, I maybe I'm just oblivious to it. I'm not really an edic guy. I understand how it works, but I, maybe I can't read it properly. I, I'm pretty. I have my own picks, which I'm sure we'll get into later on. Uh, but to me, there's no one like super obvious standing out that's going to win the game. But you, you, you disagree. I, I disagree. I think I've worked it out already, but.
1: I hope I'm wrong, go okay, well, I said. We'll get into
0: that when we do our picks, and that you can just...
1: Yeah, well, hey, look, let's get into winner picks now. Obviously, after what I've just said, I uh, this person is not the person I feel is now going to win, but I wanted her to win from the start of the game before this game started, and that was Ren. Yeah, Ren seems like
0: a fun character. We haven't got heaps from anyone really yet, but she does seem like... She's got those, I don't know, that survivor feel to her. Like, she's in sort of everything. She's physical enough. She's got a bit of personality, which I do like, um... She was in my top couple. Uh, if you, do you want my winner pick now? Do you want to hear this? Do you want to yeah, give out? it. Hit us. Hit, now, hit me. bear in mind, I'm not an edgy guy, so maybe I'll say the winner that you think it is. and If it is, tell me. Cause, so my winner pick is uh, is Rachel from the Orange Tribe, not from not the one who got the fly in her eye, the other one. So Rachel from Orange is my winner pick.
1: Oh, look, Mac, Rachel is a good pick. I, I can see that. She, she looks very strong, and she looks like she's got a mind f- for the game. She brought that up in her very first confessional. Yeah, I think what got me across the line, she just seems so down to earth
0: compared to a lot of these other people. And she just seems like she's got a head on her shoulders. She doesn't seem to be too vocal, but vocal enough. She's strong enough in the challenges. I, won't, I can't say being a target early. And I don't know, she's got something about it that just screams out to me, I can play Survivor, I can win the game.
1: Exactly. And that archetype, once she gets past this sort of initial first stage, she's pretty much set to the end of the game. It's sort of almost like the PR archetype, but she's probably even stronger than Pia. Yeah, yeah, I can see that.
0: We're both seeing that, but that's good. So we're thinking female for sure in this heavily dominated physical season. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting.
1: Well, talking about heavily dominated physical season, uh, let's talk about this second vote. Let's let's skip over Richard for a second. And we'll let's, come talk, back to yeah, let's talk about the second vote with... Uh Sub's going home and Doug not going with the males. He goes with the the weaker of the two options.
0: Yeah, I thought um, well we had we got sort of thrown up, I guess, three options. We had Rachel, which never got the votes, but uh oh, no, sorry, she she got two votes. She was sort of never the priority, we what we were told almost. We got Ash who hurt her hand, we can't do challenges, and then Sabrina. Um Look, Sabrina seemed like a bit of a powerhouse. She's this grandmother that runs every day, and she seemed fit as. Yeah, um, ultra
1: marathon runner, mate. That's huge.
0: Yeah, yeah, ultra marathon runner. I think what it is early on, these tribes is going for liabilities and challenges, which I, I can understand. But if you are one of these people who is also not strong, this is really bad for your game because once they get that first person out, it sort of sets the tone as if to say challenges matter more than anything else. So the next challenge we lose is the suckiest person that goes next. So really, if you're on the bottom, sorry, in, in terms of physicality, this is a bad move for you.
1: All right, mate. I agree with what you're saying. In certain circumstances, it is definitely this sort of tone-setting mood that can really fuck up someone's pre-merge, especially if you're weak yourself. I don't think it's the same situation in this case. I think this is a strategic alliance. I think Ashley has quite good chops for the game. Rach is surprisingly picking it up quick, whether she's a fan or not. Ren, I I know, is a super fan. So she knows what she's talking about. You can hear it in every time she talks. She's either not giving anything away or in confessionals telling us exactly what we need to hear. Christopher seems like he has some sort of knowledge of the game or at least he's picking it up very quickly. And Doug... I don't think Doug knows a whole lot, but it doesn't matter now because it's 4-4 if Doug was to flip back to the other side, which the other side can't even work their shit out anyway. They split the vote. <laughs> you know? They split the vote. I don't get I it. I hope but, they know that. Just... I hope they had like idols in their previous package. I have no understanding why would they would split the vote at this stage or even thought they had the numbers to split the vote.
0: Do you think it was just like miscommunication? Like it's the first vote, we're not sure. Maybe we have not seen Survivor, and they just think there's no like alliances that vote together. This is like original season one where you see all these random votes everywhere. Is this what is this what we're? Thinking that's it. That's it's got it, it's
1: got to be. Lee has never watched this show. Pegleg maybe has watched this show, but probably not. Hannah looks. Hannah's actually a fan. The semi-professional yeah. soccer player. She's a fan. Sabs. Sabrina, I'm not too sure, and Doug's chosen the other alliance. So, either way, even if Doug went with that alliance, they lose.
0: Well, that's right. Sort of, they sort of shot themselves in the foot because I know it seemed like they were fighting for Doug. Maybe they didn't even realize that. But if if, they, if if let's say he voted with them, like they still lose this vote to four to four to three to two. So, a little bit silly gameplay early on. I guess it's an amateur move, amateur mistake rather um so yeah like it happens but but haven't you heard but lee's
1: a professional
0: <laughs> is- lee is an idiot <laughs> like this man i don't like him at all yeah but that, he makes good tv <laughs> yeah he's definitely got a personality and he, he wants to tell everyone how great he is at, at, at physicality and oh this tribe has to be the strongest ever and it's like well i just didn't like the way he was talking to people and it, i don't like this this you know he's above everyone because he's an elite sportsman, and that's fine. There's a different mentality between elite sportsmen and normal people when it comes to challenges. But you sort of you can't really apply that to everyone in this game because they're not elite athletes like yourself. So if someone is putting their hand up like Rachel did, and 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 maybe isn't that great, that's not like her fault. She's not great. Like no one else put their hand up. So I didn't I didn't really like the way you came across the
1: tribal council. No, I I definitely didn't either. Do we see any similarities between him and Lee from? Australian for uh, 2016's first season, uh, no, strength no, and mateship. <laughs> no, because at least Lee Carlisleine
0: was a bit more down to earth, and you could have a conversation with him. He didn't. He didn't. He wasn't like mightier than thou. Yeah, know? he yeah. didn't have that arrogance about him.
1: Definitely, this this guy he likes himself quite a lot. He's the uh, North America champ or champo. I think his nickname is. So, yeah, he's he's definitely cool. And I can sort of understand why Pegleg has sort of latched onto him quite a bit.
0: Yeah, you think they're a, a duo? You think they're a twosome now, like going forward, you think? Yeah,
1: I do. I, I think they are. Pegleg, I do think Pegleg has some sort of chops for the game, whether he has the survivor knowledge to back it up. um. He, I can understand why he went for Rach and her complaining. Lee obviously goes for Rach as well. So there's the duo that they voted together.
0: Yeah. Um, can, we t- can we touch on that? Can we touch on her, his, his thing about Rachel complaining? So he, he says, oh, she's complaining about getting a fly in her eye, which he says, oh, you coming on Survivor. Wouldn't you expect that? Now, I've lived near the bush my literally my whole life, 34 years now. I've never once had a fly in my eye. Is this is this a common thing?
1: Uh like like smaller flies? Like not the flies that you're thinking of. Uh, the itty bitty like sort of sand fly sort of thing, that, that tiny little one. Um not definitely once. it definitely a uh, bugs definitely get in your eye but right? It might not be a no, fly. Like a... <laughs> You've never had <laughs> a bug is, in your I'm eye, not, mate. Not that I can recall. Mate, I? I've made stuff. Fine Get night, out of Sydney. Like, like, I know ups. that you reckon you're so close to the bush, but come come check my place out, mate.
0: I literally live in the bush. I live in the Kringon Chase National Park, mate. Uh,
1: Jeez. <laughs> um, look, Pegleg has a lot more to complain about. <laughs> um, so yeah. I can understand, like, the man does not complain. He's leaned into his disability, and good on him. He's an awesome character for this game. I'm going to enjoy however long he lasts. Um, and I can yeah. understand why if he has something so huge to complain about and other people are complaining about shit that doesn't really matter, I can understand it rubbing him the wrong way.
0: Oh, absolutely. The peg league I think was 53 and Rachel was 23. It's a difference of generations and generally that older people think younger people complain anyway. So once he sees that, it confirms that with himself and he's just like, oh, they, oh, back in my day, we wouldn't have complained that sort of feel to it, you know? <laughs> um, Good not I love the name Peg League. That's a fantastic nickname. I think it's great.
1: Yeah, good on, good on the guy. Let's can we let's get back let's get back to the vote. So yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk about this is a strategic alliance. I'm not sure that this is going to be an issue. Um, Doug, I'm still umming and Aaron if he's in it completely, but it looks like the other four are in it, and it's a alliance of strategy. It's alliance of convenience, and I think they shall be running then. Lenena? Lanena, yeah, Lanenna.
0: No, I can definitely see because now there are five. They voted together. They build a bit of trust. The only thing is, like, I will say this again: like early on in these seasons, they're based on strength, and Lee's on the other side now. And I feel, I feel like Lee is someone you are going to need in these challenges. So, um, like, I guess he can be voted out the, the third of the three to the left: Hannah, Peg, Leg, and Lee. But they might still need him, and they might
1: think they need him at least. Exactly. So that's that's definitely something that could break this alliance. The one thing I do want to ask is what do you think his response is going to be when he gets back to camp with Sab Scorn, who was in his alliance? Do you think he's going to handle this well, like a good survivor player? Or do you think he may have some issue with what's just happened?
0: Well, I certainly think he's going to have an opinion about it uh, one way or the other. He's going to voice that. And look, it might rub people the wrong way, but I don't think Lee can hold that back. Because like you said, he's not... He doesn't seem like the type who's uh, around like optimal survivor strategy. He just seems like a guy who got maybe even recruited for the show because of who he is. Yeah. And he might, he might just sort of tell them how it is. You guys have made a mistake. We need strength, blah, 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 which is the sort of the, the narrative he's been carrying this, these two episodes. And it's
1: the sort of thing that might piss them off enough to not want to spend 34 days with the guy.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I don't want to spend another episode with him. I can't understand what he's saying, so I, I don't blame them.
1: <laughs> well, you, you see him on the beach in the next time on Survivor, and he's just punching the air. It's a little bit of an intimidation there, like, oh, you're going to go after me, I'll go after you.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just shadow boxing and stuff. Can we talk about that for a second, yeah. the whole next time on? And even, like, the spoilers they're just throwing in at the start of the episode. Like, yeah, it, I thought it was... Just outrageous. They're doing, like, the promo for the season. And they're showing votes. They're, who's voting for who and stuff. And it's like, what are we doing? Why are we giving this away? Like, I know it's supposed to, like, lure you in to watch the show. But – and they do it in a lot of Australian shows, Amazing Race and, and, and I think even even in Our Survivor. And I just think, I'm already watching this. You don't need to put an ad inside the show that I'm watching. Like, you've already got me in. Like, I don't need to know what's going to happen. The beauty of it is not knowing what's going to happen. And I thought that was – it was just – I don't like that.
1: Yeah, look – we us as an Australian product, we don't do it as much now, but definitely when we were starting um, the show, it was a thing. These this Sue's big move, famously. Yes, yeah, Sue's big move, obviously. Um, <laughs> and our our ads during the week can definitely um, <laughs> give options, give options, narrow it down to so et etc. <laughs> uh, but yeah. look, they do, this is a completely new audience. Okay, UK has not had a Survivor season in 21 years, so. Yeah. A lot of these people, these, this is prime time. They need to not just get people in, they need to keep people there. And giving those tiny little spoilers, I can, to a point, understand, and I'll support it. Us, who has been watching Survivor, religiously, the American version, the Australian version, the South African version, we don't like it. We don't want it. We want to just watch the product so then we can uh, enjoy ourselves and not get spoiled on it. I'm going to ask the Survivor fans from other countries that are watching this UK product to support it, get through it. It may not be the best season we ever see, may not be the best product we ever see, but we would like this franchise in the UK to keep going. And the way it keeps going is it gets views. So let's keep watching it. Let's keep listening to it. Try not to read too much into it and enjoy it for what it is. We've got some good characters. Talking about good characters, let's get into Lawrence. Now, this guy has definitely yeah. never watched an episode.
0: I'm not sure. I, like, I feel like he well, he definitely knows where the camera is. Which is great. <laughs> I, I like Lawrence as a TV character. I don't love him. He, he seems like he's going to be the villain of the season. But at the moment, he's almost like that cartoon villain that's like sort of like fumbling and bumbling his way through. I think he's a, he's a bit of fun. He speaks like proper Queen's English. From Cambridge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you could just tell as soon as you see him and you hear him speak. Like this guy's a polo player. He wears, you know, he, he just, he just seems like almost like a prince. You know, he's a bit pompous sort of thing. Um, so I like him as a character, probably not as a person.
1: <laughs> probably not as a person. Um, he, he, he
0: screams, "I have a horse." You can just tell. Yeah. That sort of um, that sort of vibe, you know, which is fine. Like he's a, probably a good person. It's just it's fun to watch, you know. He's
1: fun to, fun to he's so face. fun to watch. I hope he last quite a while i don't know if he has the chops for the survivor game um he's definitely letting on like he's struggling a little bit even though he doesn't seem to be at all he seems to be handling this quite well um he acts like he should be struggling i mean i should say and oh man some of his confessionals are brilliant like a beer oh my god i can't handle this (laughs) Yeah, no. He's
0: he, like I said. He knows he knows the camera. He knows he's here for the entertainment value, and uh, he's living up to it, which is great.
1: No, but definitely.
0: Who else? Who else is standing out for you as a as a character so far? I mean, we haven't we haven't really met like we've met them all, but we haven't really got heaps out of them yet. But like, anyone else jumping off the page?
1: I, I have a small list of people that I believe are the players and the characters, and sort of where they're fitting in each direction. Obviously, we've got Lawrence. We've talked about him. He's definitely out of his element. Uh, Lee, the classic ego character. Peg Leg, brilliant character. Like, I'm very much enjoying his content and good on the man. Like, he just accepts what he's got, does it, just pushes through. And Jess, the fitting model. Now, please understand, fitting, not photoing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, what's a fitting model? A fitting model
1: is a body type that must be quite universal and they fit clothes on her. Okay, oh, right. so she's like she's sure, like a, she's a life-size mannequin, sort of a life ma- a, a yeah, live mannequin. I am guessing. Actually, now I feel like I've just offended people.
0: I thought you just made that up, yeah, but we'll go with that. We'll go <laughs> well, with that. Uh, Yeah, she seems like uh, she's struggling a bit early on, and like I am not sure if she's long for the game. That was my, my reason, but she's mate.
1: she's entertaining as all hell. I think I think she's quite enjoyable. Yeah. She has good confessional. She's not she's definitely not the the jump out character. But I, I'm enjoying her, her content. Yeah, no, she's fine.
0: She's fine. She's not giving heaps. But, yeah, apart from that, probably uh, Tanuke seems uh, – she seems like she's got something about her. It looks like her and Nathan sort of have the power in that tribe, I guess. Um, probably like two of the stronger people. Um, and maybe Shy, he sort of got through that first vote, And, he, I mean, for some reason, like he says, I'm an analyst, I'm a strategist. And he just instantly you think he's a bit of a game bot. So he might have a bit more about him than we're seeing at the moment. Uh, I don't mind him. I'd be like to see a bit more from him, I suppose, confessional-wise.
1: And you can see that he's now stepped it up on his social side. He obviously is aware that the first two days did not work out for him. So now he's trying to play with the fire. He worked hard in that challenge. He's, He's done a lot of things to sort of help his case. But it doesn't matter how much of a game bot you are. It doesn't matter how much of a strategist you are, unless you have the social game to back it up. It, it just doesn't work. You don't, you don't go well in the game of Survivor. You, you need to be quite well-rounded. So we'll see how Shy goes, but I definitely see him as a player. I think Richard was a bit of a player, also not a bad character, even though he, he was very short for the game. Christopher, again, a little bit of a character, but seems like he has some sort of wits about him. Rachel, as we've talked about being your winner pick, very smart player. Uh, Shy Hannah is a good player. Um, even though she's not gone well so far um she's from my knowledge she is quite a super fan as well and nathan seems to be whether he's a fan or not he's definitely aware of where he is and what he has to do isn't he
0: yeah he's shown some good things for the game in that first episode especially like it's hard being like the obvious biggest target in the in the in the team you got jd call him out on the boat like look how big this guy is and then yeah, you know, one of the first challenges, he has to oil up in front of everyone and just show his muscles off. So it's going to be hard to sort of break that, what, challenge beast type, you know, target Mold, on his back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he seems to have taken over the tribe with Tanuke and they sort of, I feel like they can at least run it to a swap or a merge. So he's not in a bad spot for now, but he'll definitely be target early merge, I'd say. No,
1: nah, definitely he, he will be. Tanuke and him, like he was aware that... Uh, they seem to be have quite a close bond, and they probably controlled that first vote. But he doesn't want to show that he's close to her, so he's definitely aware a lot more aware than the the average big gym junkie that we're used to on Survivor.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I thought that that conversation they had about hey, we need to sort of lower our bond. That is very smart play for someone like you said, who's probably a bit of a beefcake, bit of a meathead, he- probably hasn't watched the game, but that's that's very. Uh, like a good understanding of how it works. Yeah. Do you get Sean? Um,
1: so do you get Sean vibes? Sean, which uh, one? big Sean? Horse. Sean, Sean Hanson. Handsome or <laughs> handsome? handsome. <laughs> handsome. <I think. laughs> He's handsome.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess I, you get a bit of that from him. I think Sean was a bit more uh, strategic. I mean, it's been two episodes. We haven't we haven't seen much from Nathan yeah, yet. Sure. Uh, Sean, sure. yeah, Sean had a bit more about him, but. Yeah, I could see a similarity in, in that terms of like they will be the target, and they probably know that going uh, after the moods. They'll need to win a few, quite a few challenges, I'd say, to make it right through. Yeah,
1: no, definitely. Okay, so obviously, being the first and second, well, the first season and the first and second episode, tribe strength is a huge part. We pretty much went in expecting this. I think we talked about how chances are this is what it's going to be. Uh, we, we were yeah. very lucky, I guess, that it wasn't completely tribe strength in that second episode, but still, uh, Babs was, Sabs, was the first, yeah. Sabrina was the first person voted out of that tribe, and she was the weakest of that then alliance. So she was a nice, easy target using strength in that. Do you think this is going to continue? Because I am finding that in JD's, Intro in a lot of the little things that he says, he is very much pinning these two tribes against each other. So we could get tribe strength for the pre-merge, and then the post-merge is just simple tribal lines.
0: Yeah, I mean it's extremely basic survivor, and I do think we're sort of heading down that road because of like there's a few different things. Like it's easy to follow as an audience. So I guess for JD to try and push that. It's easy for new new fans to get into it and just understand that oh, okay, you stick to your old lines, you stick to the strength thing. Like it's an easy narrative. You know, when it gets complex, some people might be like, Oh, well, I don't know what's going on, this is so confusing. You know, you want to sort of keep the fans in. So could be a simple season. But I mean anything can happen. Like there is there's obviously characters out there who do know the game and and you know, if they're smart enough, they'll they'll be able to switch it up when they want to. So look, I hope it doesn't go down that line forever, but it was expected early on that it would, because it's so easy to get behind. I thought uh, Richard sort of got, you know, sold down the river a bit being the weakest, quote unquote, yeah. because I didn't see it that way. And, you know, like they say, oh, he let down at the challenge. But like, you know who let down? Like Leilani actually dropped out of the challenge. Like it wasn't, I feel like Richard just got stuck with an extra barrel, which he didn't want, but he did his best for a long time, it
1: seemed. Uh, definitely. And I talking about Richard, Did you did you feel that he threw his rings away? Because I definitely felt like he did.
0: Oh, really? I, I, I didn't. I did not think he gave up. I didn't think he, he gave it gave out. You know, like his body it, just gave it, out. Like it's, it's can't no, say he gave up. He tried for it. looked like no. A but time.
1: whether he gave up or gave out, I completely agree. His body probably gave out. But as he did it, he almost flicked it like you would a horse if you were like wanting them to gather. And he just throws both rings yeah. at once. It's not the way you want to do it on Survivor. It's, it's great TV. Want- oh, great please,
0: TV. nah. Are you kidding? I, that is so harsh on the man. Like, and everyone sort of jumped on board with that, but oh, that was harsh. I mean, it's a hard challenge, and if your body's about to give up, you know that. What are you supposed to do? Like, let it run up your fingers and, and tear the skin off your fingers, or you throw it away? Like, I don't think that's that's not fair okay. on him. I think you're being harsh, mate. Right. That's. I'd love to see. <laughs> no, 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 I'm calling BS. They're, they're freaking. They're twenty two and a half kilos each. That's forty five kilos for I don't know what forty minutes or something. It's, it's a lot of weight, and and. You know, you know in yourself when you're about to let go, you just want to make yeah. it easier on your body.
1: No, so and I, I agree. That's exactly what he did. But how he went about it definitely gave them this option to put the target on his back. If you know your body's going to go out, you want to make it look as seamless as possible. Like I've just, my, my grips let go on one hand, not both hands at the exact same time throw your hands in the air sort of thing. He's given them the reason.
0: I feel like we're getting bogged down into semantics about technique of holding a ring and is, semantics. Is this, this, this is, is the is reason he got voted out. This,
1: this was. This is the reason. I,
0: no, no, this is an excuse to vote him out. They, they really. I just, I just. And he gave it to him. for some reason. This was enough, and I don't. No, I, I just. Yeah, I, I get. I guess he did, but it's really that's if you're getting behind that vote, no. then. And you're like a, a weaker person. You, you're going to get targeted <laughs> next. This is, this is going to be a struggle for you. So the weaker people will all be together and say, "Hey, well, if we're going to challenge strength, who do you think's going to be next? If we're voting at the weakest person, it's only logical exactly. the second weakest person will go second. So it's a bad strategy. It's a bad strategy.
1: Completely agree. Talking about weak people, um, Doug beats Nathan. Meet him. His bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that a shock? That was a yeah, very big I shock. Believe
0: that. Yeah, the man's twice his size. There'd be 30 kilos difference between him. He should have picked him up and taken him. Like, how did he lose yeah. that? He's, he's so big. And Doug is not... Doug's a normal sort of guy. He's not He's not massive muscle. but He's an average guy.
1: Uh, he's done super well to get that. And Nathan must have his ego. with uh, would be for that. not a good feeling from Nathan's side. All right, Max. So we've talked a little bit about this alliance of five over on La Nia La Nena. Um, we've talked about this Eliza five over on La Nena and Ashley seems to almost be sort of running the show a little bit. She got injured in the 22 and a half kilo hold challenge. So it's ripped her hands a little bit. She hasn't been able to play in the reward challenge or in this last immunity challenge. It's obviously put a target on her back. But she seems to have quite a strong alliance with Christopher, strong enough that when Hannah sort of had a bit a, a bit of a worry about Ashley's injury, Christopher went straight to her and told her.
0: Yeah, I thought he actually did a really good job about what you're supposed to do in the early days of Survivor. Never throw out a name, try and get a name out of someone else, and then use it against them. So Chris really he sort of sold uh, Hannah up the river. He's like, "Yeah, who do you want?" She said, who do you want? He said, I don't know. What do you think? And she said, Ash. Her hands are fucked. So did that. Went back to Ash. Built an alliance with Ash, which is good because you've given her real information to build real trust. And, uh, yeah, it looks like they've got control of the five, uh, which is a great spot going forward for them. So Christopher and Ash. Uh, definitely, definitely.
1: Spot. Okay. <laughs> so okay. we've got this alliance of five. And then on the other side, we have Lee, Pegleg, and Hannah. Now, just... Obviously, we haven't. We don't know any of these guys very well. We don't know the Survivor Game too well. We haven't seen much of Hannah. If anything, we've seen a lot more of Lee and Pegleg. Who do you think out of these three is going to get through this?
0: Uh, well, that's a, that's an interesting question because I do feel like this tribe is the stronger tribe in terms of like challenge strength. So, like I could see this tribe not going to Tribal till till the tribe swap. So, like honestly, they could all get through it. If if I had to pick one, probably Hannah because she seems like she's given the least amount of content as a character, so she might just be the one that goes home first Yeah, Lee just picked Amber.
1: off because maybe they, they see her as weaker. Pegleg's definitely doing a lot around camp, like he's doing the cooking, yeah. etc. In these very first survivor seasons, that's seen as a huge bonus when they're taking on a big workload. So and Lee's and, and Lee's yeah, sure. an well, obvious challenge on. strength, you need it, you don't want to get a drop council sort of thing.
0: Yeah, I do think Lee will be safe for quite a while, in terms, especially when it's a tribal game rather than an individual game. So yeah, I think we'll be right. And then Pegleg, like, it just seems like because he's like a big character already on the TV screen, I think he's going to be in for the long haul. Like people can get behind him. He's a bit older, so you might get the older audience in behind him. He's got the story with his leg, which we haven't heard yet. Um, so yeah, there's a bit more to come yeah, from I'm sure. Uh,
1: Doug, did he make the right decision here?
0: Yeah, I mean, on the face of it, you'd have to say yes, because I mean, the other four didn't even vote together. So you might have read the room and said, Hey, this looks like a fairly strong, stable alliance. I think, I think Chris and, uh, Ren especially, they sort of give the air of like stability and survivor players. Like they don't seem erratic or wishy-washy. So I think that, that little bit of safety in at least the illusion of safety with, with people who are just calm and composed is better than someone like a Lee peg leg. You're not sure. Um, Sabrina's already, people the wrong way. So yeah, probably ultimately I think uh, definitely
1: right I, I believe he made the right call for us watching the game from in the game from a challenge strength perspective, which I'm not sure if Doug's a big fan of the game. I feel like he probably actually went the wrong way. Ashley, Rach, they definitely seem like they're probably the weakest in the challenges even compared to Sabrina. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking for his game, he's probably made the wrong move almost, but at the same time, he's glad that he made the wrong move because they end up splitting the vote anyway. They couldn't get on the same page. From a TV product, I'm glad he went with this, this crew of Ashley, Rach, Wren, and Christopher, just because this makes the product better. We've got splits on the other side, and... He's not just going with the basic challenge strength. So for everyone new to the podcast here, we like to talk about the exiting players. We like to rank them as a player, rank them as a character. We'll talk about a memorable moment or something we remember from them. And if they may get the opportunity to play again in the future.
0: Yeah, let's kick it off with Richard then. Um, Richard, as a a character, I quite liked him. I think he had good confessionals. He had something about him, a good vibe. Um, So that's like... It's hard. It's only been one episode for him, so it's really hard to get a gauge. But I do I like him. Um, as, a, as a player, look, I really feel like it's screwed by this technique of the grip of the rings like we discussed. I feel like he got really hard done by, and in that first vote, people are trying to get behind anything. Um, the memorable moment, I don't really have one because, like I said, it was one episode, so hard to give him one. And will he return? Uh, almost <laughs> well, we
1: no one can understand him, so that makes sense. <laughs> um, no, I, I agree. Look, as a player, it was a bit hard to obviously make an assumption, but he seemed like he had a basic knowledge of the game. He definitely knew how to talk, even though he seemed to throw himself under the bus when he talked. Um, as a character, he was quite fun, that I could understand of him. And memorable moment, the only memorable moment, is him throwing the rings. <laughs> <laughs> focus on those, rings. Focus on no, those rings. No, hey, that's those That's the reason he voted it out. <laughs> And will he return? No, no, he won't. Yeah. Uh, how about Sabrina? No. What are your thoughts? Sabrina.
0: Sabrina. I, I like Sabrina. I thought she had something about her. She added a, a, a funness to confessionals and the game. I, I I thought she was in for a longer haul than she was. Um, probably been unlucky, but at the same time, we see a lot of people not liking her vibe and her constant chatter. And even in the challenge, you see them like, Shut up, Sabrina. We're trying to do the challenge. So. You know, I think she probably just she probably did this to to herself. I don't think she got that unlucky. I think she just sort of, you know, made her off her own back there. So, look uh, as a character, I didn't mind her. As a player, probably not the best. Um, memorable moment. Yeah, again, it's tough. Uh, yeah, I don't have one. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Will she return? Yeah, same as Richard. It's just too early. It's the first
1: season. The second boot. Yeah, at least the first boot. They tend to remember the first boot better than the second boot a lot of the time. So. Oh, I'm sorry about that Sabrina yeah uh, as a player, obviously it didn't work out for her as a character she was she was quite fun, very loud, very open um definitely an energetic grandma uh, is definitely what I would see her character as a memorable moment I think actually comes from the same challenge as uh <laughs> richard's memorable moment when sabs gets out of the uh like has to pass her rings along. Um, she then sits down straight away and screams from the sideline Go, guys, go! You can hold it! Just focus, just focus. And you can just see that she's annoying the absolute shit out of everyone. Okay, everyone, now it's time for Buckles Buff of the Episode. This is our scoring system to decide who we think is the best character, the best player on this season of Survivor. We do it episode by episode. We had two episodes this week. So four buffs will be delivered out, two by me, two by Matt.
0: Let's do it. Let's get into it. Uh, First episode, episode one, my buff went to Nathan. Uh, He just seemed like an absolute powerhouse in the challenges, which at the moment is the most important thing. Uh, He made a really good alliance with Tanuke, and it seemed like they decided who went home. So he looks like he's in the power. And uh, I guess apart from that, he's a great, great first name. I mean, Nathan, for those that don't know, that is my real name. And uh, I think it's the second one ever in in international franchise history. So good to see another Nathan out there representing. Good on you, Nathan. Uh, Nathan. Um, I go with his
1: alliance partner, Tanuke. (laughs) Tanuke played very well. She had um, the alliance with Richard as well. So not only did she have the full majority, but she had the alliance with Richard. She's obviously made the right choice, sending Richard home and not going against her alliance, even though she had the person on the bottom. And as we said, Nathan and Tanuke were the one that decided that their chat was the one that decided exactly what happened so she gets my butt for that episode okay so for the second episode i'm giving it to christopher he has this alliance with ashley he was able to get information out of hannah without giving her anything and he's in the majority alliance so it was either him or ren he had a i guess the bigger character for the season uh, for the episode
0: Yeah, uh, completely agree. I thought Chris had the best episode here. He sort of builds that five-person alliance, which uh, takes over the vote. He sort of gets information from Hannah and uses it against her, which is, you know, Survivor 101. Um, yeah, it was, it was hard to sort of give it to anyone else, really. He was the only one, well, he's what we saw as the, 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 the driving force behind it. So yeah. Yeah. So, okay.
1: Well, that brings us to the leaderboard for the first and second episode of Survivor UK. And we have Christopher winning on two, Nathan on one, and Tanuke on one.
0: All right, it's time for final segment of the episode today. We'd like to look forward to next week, which we call Next Time on Survivor. Uh, so we make a prediction, and then next week we'll hold ourselves accountable for that. So the way I see it going, um, I think the Len- Lenina tribe are the stronger tribe, so I think Kelaton will go back to tribal council. Um, and to me, it's an obvious person on the bottom and maybe the weakest person, which I think they're still going to vote with, and I think Jess will be sent home. Okay,
1: there you go. Jess, that's a bit out of left field. I wouldn't have expected that. I was thinking Leilani is the weaker. However, Jess definitely seems out of place, doesn't she? All right, so next time on Survivor, yeah, Calaton definitely goes to Tribal Council. Obviously, the weaker tribe. Like, don't bet Nathan. Come on, mate. <laughs> um, so, it's either going to be Jess or Leilani. Yes. And I'm going to go with Leilani. Okay, so, Mac, uh, that's our first... Survivor UK in the books.
0: Yeah, it's another one in the books. Hopefully this season picks up a bit, but yeah, it's
1: a slow start, but any
0: Survivor is good Survivor. I stand by that, and um, yeah, looking forward to next week's episode. (laughs) What have
1: you got going on, Mac?
0: Mate, I'm still up in Kingscliff living the dream on holidays with my beautiful family. We've been at the beach and the pool all day, so more of that to come. Sneaky few beers in there, too, and just living the dream. What about yourself? How's your spider bite going? It's affected
1: you this episode. It's definitely affected me this episode, but we've gotten through it. It's through. Uh, You're going to do some editing magic, and this is going to be the best episode we've ever had. I am on the couch <laughs> struggling. I'm in a sweat. I have... It's, it's not fun, but it's all good. We got through it. So, hopefully... Uh, we get a few more fans out of this. Everyone, hit us up on Survivor Buffs, Blind Sides, and Banter on Facebook. Survivor underscore 3BS on Instagram and Survivor 3BS on Twitter. Mac, it's been long, but we got through it. Well done, mate.
0: Fuckles, has been a pleasure. Hopefully, the spider bite doesn't kill you and you're <laughs> you are here to
1: this you, Is this Survivor? Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Yeah. Guys... I think this is survival. Dude, you must really like survival.